0: Hello and welcome to the Freedom Baptist Church podcast from Freedom Baptist Church in Minneola, Texas, where we're free from the chains of sin and death. Thank you for listening and please enjoy And food in food shortages. In Hillary, Texas, yesterday, they went through a sale of 3,500 cows. There's no hay. There no water. No fertilizer. I don't like to get political, but it is all contrived. I, um, that didn't cost you anything. We need to pray for this country. If you can't see that, you really need to go talk to your alchemists and get your eyes checked. But you know, the last several weeks, we've had the great privilege of hosting Thursday night. Remember, Kevin Maury, Kevin Junior, his family, and life after death. Oh. You think it's gonna be that way, do you? <laughs> Brother, if we all stand up, please. I'd like we all all beat them. This is the front line in many old Texas folks. In the battle of the addiction that is taking over our nation. So, thank you. Sure, if you don't think we've got a devil if you don't think the devil is raging, talk to these people. If you don't think the devil is working overtime, talk to these people. If you don't think the devil is real, I dare you to go find an old school missionary that's been in the thick of, I'll tell you, the devil's and the demon's I told Brother Kevin the other night that God had sent this on my heart and uh, he's going to go to it. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Both, there's two, types, two kinds of forgiveness. Number one, we'll get to in just a minute. So I'm going to tell you something. I told Brother Kevin that when I was young in the ministry, like I said, we went everywhere, we went to this one church, and the uh, pastor got up, he would walk around, glad-handed me, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so, this is so-and-so, and he got to this one gentleman, and he said, and this is our resident group. after it went on, I went back to him. I said, brother, look, I, uh, I just want to ask you, how long have you been clean? He said, I've been clean from hell for 10 years. Glory to God. Glory to God. And then I got to thinking, everybody in that church This is our resident drug addict. When they talked about him in the, in the sanctuary, it was when they looked at him, when they saw him, when everybody looked at him and saw him, they, they saw a drug addict. They didn't see someone that Jesus had saved, they didn't see someone that my Lord had given a new life. Their background because of their dress you know Jesus went this ain't gonna cost nothing this is free Jesus went to the well of Sychar alone and the woman came to the well we all know the story of how he she, he asked her for the water Jesus told her, he said, you've already had five husbands, And the one that you have now. If it had been that man. Living clean from heroin for 10 years. And everybody in the church saw him as their resident. Get over that idea. So, Jesus says, from the uttermost to the guttermost. Oh, I'm going to teach y'all a new word. Repeat it after me. Amen. Amen. Don't be afraid to shout. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Like I said, that ain't going to cost you nothing. That's going to cost you dear. We've got to get out of that mindset of looking down on someone for what they were. Look at Jesus through the Bible. He rebuked the Pharisees. You know who the Pharisees are today? The church. They read, they could read the Bible, they could quote it backwards, forward, sideways, upside down, but they didn't have it in who put Jesus to death? Who put all the Old Testament prophets for, to death? Who put all the uh, the New Testament preachers to death? The church. Why? Because Jesus saved from the uttermost to the guttermost. And I'm here to tell you that Jesus can save you from addiction. It can save you from alcoholism. It can save you from pornography. It can save you from prostitution. It can save you from drug abuse. It can save you from your Xbox. Amen. <clears throat> mm-hmm. well, like that didn't cost them. Thought i throw that out. We got several verses today. I doubt very seriously we're going to get through all of them, but. First verse we're going to come to. Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18. Verse 21. That's in the Old Testament right at the bottom. Verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What we say about people, to people, is the power of the tongue. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I ask you now, you, you, Lord, saying, dear God, I pray if you just hide behind the cross and have your way. I pray that somebody somewhere hits this message. I don't know why you want me to preach it, but if you did, you ain't been able to let me get away from it all week. So, Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Life and death Life and death and the power of the child. In Acts chapter twenty-six, we find a man, and I'm losing all of my notes. So I don't guess I need them. We find a man that has been in prison for two years. The Baptist church went down the street wouldn't have him in the door, but his name is Paul. If we give Paul the book of Hebrews, he wrote 14 books in the, in the New Testament. The most prolific writer, single writer in either the Old or New Testament. He was in jail. He was in jail. He comes up before Agrippa. He comes up before Agrippa and Agrippa said, then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth his hand and said unto them, I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before touching all the things which I have accused of by the Jews. Go and skip on down to verse 5. So I keep still talking about the Jews, which knew me from the beginning. If they would testify that after the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee. Now, and now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers. Paul was standing before the king. Paul was about to give one of the greatest testimonies the world has ever. Paul, who was standing before the man that could take his life, could order his life. Paul, he looks back on his life. He said, he goes through the litany of his lineage of how he tortured the Christians, how he threw them in jail, how he had them killed, how he had them separated from his family, how he enjoyed it. I shoved and needles in my arm. Brother, Brother Kevin, I did those things. Every evil and vile thing they could think of. But you know what? That's, that's who I was. That's what Paul was telling him. That's what I was. When the power of Jesus comes upon you, it changes your life. the church members were still talking about. I just don't look at like the falls. I just don't remember what he did to us. Remember all those sins he was putting. How can he write a book of the Bible? How can he write 14 books of the Bible? How can he, can he be spiritual? How can he be telling us these things? How, how is it now? You know, moral of this story is that Paul was standing before Jesus, giving a confession for Jesus. Paul said that on the inside, I'm not him anymore. And I said, but surely, surely he's the But you know what? I look back on another man that was dead. His name was just called him life. What do people say? Surely he stinketh. Surely he stinketh. What does Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. Surely he smells he's been dead. Surely he's been dead and he's trespassed in sin. I was dead and he's trespasses in sin. Surely God stunk. Jesus said, you Each one of us today, we've got a mission in life. In John chapter, in John chapter 11, we're told about Lazarus. When he caught the woman, the woman taught, committed adultery, caught her in the very act. What did he tell her? Did he judge it? She committed adultery. Can she come to church? Can she be in church? Can she sing in the choir? Can she play the piano? Can she lead someone else to the Lord? Can she tell somebody else? Jesus didn't her. He said, Go and sin no more. Now please understand, I'm not talking about sinner's perception. I'm not. Because if you can go back and to- and there's not any chastisement from God, I wouldn't give a half a hallelujah for your salvation. Because when Jesus comes, you're changed. But we're looking at a woman. We're looking at a woman. She was Christ. She was caught in the very act of adultery in Jesus. Where are your accusers? Where's are those church members that told you just because you got caught doing this? That you could no longer come to church. That you couldn't stand in the choir. That you couldn't be a member of that church. Jesus, You are your accused. Neither do I. We've got the mindset that everybody out there is believed. Because we won't be able to look down on somebody. I have been going to church all my life. I have never done that. I have never been drunk. I have never done those. I have never committed prostitution. I have never had an affair. I have never committed adultery. I have never committed fornication. going to change Mineola, Texas for Jesus Christ if we're going to affect this community we've got to get this out of our mind that Jesus when he puts his hands on when he comes when he comes one settlement beside the highway he made his eyes were blinded a lot he could not see. He clutched his old rags and shivered in the shadow. Then Jesus came and that is why. When Jesus comes, the tempted power is broken. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes. Who am I in heaven, or- Romans 13 said, Who am I to judge another man's meal? Who am I to stand in judgment? That all sounds good. But there's another part. There's another part. Kids, that I want to take you to. And we won't be here very long. We talked about that part. That part about looking down on people. We're going to go to Second 2 Corinthians. Mm-hmm. Second Corinthians. Well, what do you get when you leave your place? Second Corinthians. Where? 2 Corinthians 2.5. Yeah, okay. 2 Corinthians 2.5. Thank you, Lord. And I was lost. 2 Corinthians 2.5 Holy Placement. We're talking about a church room. We're talking about a church room. you remember in 1 Corinthians where Paul tells about the story of a man who had his mother-in-law, or his mother, his father's wife, committing a grievous sin? In 2 Corinthians... Paul called him out in 1 Corinthians. Wrote a letter about it. Call 1 Corinthians. But in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 5, but if any have caused grief, he has not grieved me. But in part that I may not know, that I may not overcharge you all. Sufficient to the man is this punishment which is inflicted of many. So that's contrary-wise. Rather forgive him, comfort him, lest he such, lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with much sorrow. You see, we're supposed to give those that have fallen. We're supposed to give those forgive those that have, have fallen the church. Because none of us have purpose. None of us have purpose. But in down here in verse ten to whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything, to whom I forgive it for your sake, I forgive it in the person of Christ. Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Did you hear that? Did you hear what he just said? If we harbor these things in our thought, in our hearts, if we harbor these things, if we let these things go on, that gives Satan a footwork. Because not only are you harming a brother, not only are you harming a brother, you're harming the body. Because we are all one body. If we have a body that gets sick, the human would go to the doctor. We don't just cut it off. That's part one. The second part, we'll give it a part We'll give up hard our- But there's many of Remember, I talked about Paul in Acts 26? Acts 26, when he was standing before the river. Paul had to come to the point where he was dead. Acts 26, he was going through that litany of his heritage. Paul had to come to the place to pray for him himself. Can you imagine? The things that he had done, the things that he had witnessed, each one of us has got a past. Each one of us has got a past. Each one of us has got something in it that we're not proud of. i probably the most. But until you come to a point. You see, forgiving someone else is easy. Forgiving God. You know why? Because the devil's always there. The devil's always telling you, Michelle, are you good enough? Are you good enough, Miss Lydia? You remember what you did? Miss Miss Lindy, you remember those things that you did? going to affect this community. Just like Paul, we have to die to ourselves and live to Christ. We have to accept the fact that we are not Could God love you? How could God love you, Mr. Merlin? Do you know what you did? You know, Miss Linda, you know the things that you've done. How can you stand up and tell someone about Jesus with the life that you live? What Paul's saying. Amen. Amen. He's dead. He's gone. And the life I these people that come into this church not everyone but you know what? one of them is so, and if we can't get forgive ourselves we can't forgive them. you see it's We can shout. We can give offers. We can run up and down the aisle. We can jump queues. For which one of your sins did Jesus die? Oh, A-L-L. Thought and painful. I love this I hate you to say. You see I me mean all the time. Uh, Jesus forgave my sins. No, he didn't. Jesus did not forgive your sins. Jesus paid for every one of your With the last. Who are you to stand up and say your offering's not good enough? But that's the devil. Right there on the shoulder. Right there on the shoulder. Tell him. Brother Kevin, that girl came into my club the other day. Look at you now. Look at you. Jesus didn't save you. Jesus didn't save you. You know, we get caught up in that old matter. Brother Don. When you did thus. if we stand in the place of God how can we overcome judgment? If our sins are so great that Jesus couldn't With the sins of the whole world. You know what that means? The sins of the whole world with Him. That means the sins of that junkie. Popped that 50, 50 last night. That woman, that girl, that stole herself. Jesus' blood is sufficient to cover. These clubs last night. Drinking. Jesus paid for this. I hope and pray to God that you're going to start seeing people come to this church that are not religious. They've been forgiven. Let's don't look down and our love. God stand in the way of someone who wants to give his life to Jesus, who wants to be clean from alcohol, from pornography, from drug addiction, from prostitution, from adultery. How dare we stand in their way and make them a two-fold child of You've got to be about the business. You can't look around you and know, see Jesus can Okay, Look at it. Every nation, every nation that turns its back on God. righteousness that. It's all bad news for you. There's none righteousness. I want. For all it's in come short of the glory of God. Confess it and get it on with your life. We've got children to say. Do you realize that in this school right here, we've got we've got seven year olds that have been off with drugs, gummies, uh, what is it, Brother Kevin? Uh, the K2, uh, and, and the other one. Uh, single wrong If we don't do something, nobody is. And God, according to Ezekiel and Isaiah, will put that blood on our hands. Our hands. So I'm going to ask you, Lord, forgive your sin, get on with it. Accept the atonement. Accept the atoning blood of Jesus for all your sins. Don't let the devil sit there on your shoulder and tell you you're not good enough. Look at Paul. Was Paul good enough? Paul, you was God. Paul was called him a man after his own heart. If God can use a murderer, if he can use an adulterer, God can use you an unclean thought brother you 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 you, you whatever you stun it and the blood of christ cleanses us from all sin oh, yes sir praise y'all yeah. praise y'all It don't look like a town of Church. Just remember. Oh, Lord. oh Lord. Even though you may not have we pray? One more time. How many souls do we need to keep out of hell? Just one more. One more. more. forgiveness here. Number one, forgive yourself. For everybody else. Okay, but you're not to judge. Who am I to judge another man in the middle of Romans, chapter 12? Let's get about the business. Let's get about some business. Let's come along the sides of ministries that are doing the work, that are out there in the sweat. Like, let's tell somebody, let's go, go to the jail houses, Let's go to the nursing home. Let's go where the people are. Jesus said, go. Go ye. Go down on you, but also go you. Get up off your blessed and sure. Tell somebody about Jesus. If you don't know how, we got plenty of tracks. Leave the tracks. We've got a food pantry that needs to be restocked. We've done what God believed. we believe that, that God wanted us to do. Helping people out. But I'm telling you right now. Do you want to be the man How do you want me to remember? How do you want somebody to remember your convert? And I'm going to tell you if you weren't here 30, Let's forgive ourselves. Let's get out of our own head. Let's don't worry about what people look like, what people smell like, what people act like. They may not have the best language. They may not have the best odor. They may not have the best clothes, but you know what they got? So Why do you mean? <laughs> I saw a video on reels, which is cleaner version of TikTok. We'll get off of that. About a boy was down center. And his brother was taking him out to the river to swim. He'd never been out in the river before. And he said, called his name. He said, am I going to die? He said, oh yeah, I eventually. Mean, say Jesus come, every one of us will die. Only one life. soon will be passed. Only one life. For Jesus will die. This baby will come, this pet will come, those things will come. I hope and pray to God. Not to me that say Lord is coming. 20 years from now, 30. Years.